everyone and welcome to Jumping Podcast, or how I like to call it, what does it take to become a freelance survivor? This podcast is designed to help you get into the freelance world, to support you on your journey from beginning until the end. I am your host Doina, a talent acquisition specialist with over six years of experience in freelancing. Welcome back to another episode of Jumping Podcast. If you are new into the freelance world, check the previous episodes where I share insights on how to find your skills, how to price your service, what fee structure to choose for your freelance business, and many more. If your dream is to work and travel, I have great news for you. In 2021, a lot of countries reopened the digital nomad visa application program. Many governments are keeping up with the work trend and the gig economy. They're trying to attract freelancers to improve country's economy. Comparing to a work visa, a freelancer visa is easy to obtain, hassle-free and way cheaper. And no, this is not a new service on the market. Estonia is actually the first country in Europe to cater for freelancers since 2014. They started with an e-residency program where they would allow entrepreneurs to operate as an online business. Now they are offering a digital nomad visa, which costs $97 to get and you have to show proof of income like around $4,000, while Spain requires a proof of income of $1,200. Before we talk about a digital nomad visa, let's focus on the difference between freelancer and a digital nomad. A digital nomad is a freelancer that travels often from one country to another while a freelancer works from one place only, from home. If you are a freelancer and want to be a digital nomad, you have to spend six months to a year in a foreign country. The best option for you is to apply for a digital nomad visa. A digital nomad visa is the perfect solution to live in a country for more than 90 days because most of tourist visa allow you to stay in a country for around three months. Now, how to apply for one? Each country set their own visa requirements. Let's take Germany as an example. The German freelance visa requires you to have two free clients from Germany in order to be approved. You can get a visa in three steps. Number one would be you get to Berlin as a tourist, you officially register at an address and start looking for two free German freelance clients. What's great about Berlin is the amount of startups and they are always looking for contractors. Step number two will be to apply for a freelance visa at the immigration office in Berlin. And number three is collect your visa for the immigration office. Pretty simple, isn't it? You should check with the immigration services in the country you want to move prior to your departure. If you go to jumpingpodcast.com, you'll see the section resources. I will attach a file with the official links to the immigration services for most European countries, so you are getting your information from a reliable source. Usually, the documents you will need are your passport, a passport photograph, proof of address, bank statement, a letter of recommendation, cover letter and portfolio. Why would you apply for a freelance visa for Europe? Europe has a great infrastructure. It's cheap to fly almost anywhere. When I used to live in London, I would fly to Spain like for $20 with Ryanair. Also has great train connections and within hours you find yourself in another country. Europe has great healthcare plans and if you get to the emergency room, you do not pay a dime. 
Europe has a country for every budget. You can get a good value for your dollar, for example, if you live in Spain, Portugal, Romania. And let's talk about the quality of life. Europe has something for everyone. If you want to live an affordable life on a beach, go to Spain, Portugal, Greece. And if you love a busy life, Czech Republic, go to Prague, go to Amsterdam in the Netherlands, or go to Berlin, which is in Germany. Digital nomads and freelancers usually choose to go to Berlin, Barcelona, Lisbon, Krakow, Budapest, Tallinn, and Prague. But you should know that not only Europe is offering such a service. Other options are Dubai, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, Georgia, and so on. Things to bear in mind before you do anything else. Do your homework, check the requirements in advance, check the cost of living prior to your move, make a list of things that are important to you so you can choose the right country, talk to your clients about the time zone difference to see if this will affect your work. And if you are a freelancer that relocated using a digital nomad visa, I would love to hear from you and let me know your thoughts. Was it well worth it? Thank you for joining me for another Jumping My Podcast episode and until next time, stay safe out there. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be grateful if you can leave a review on iTunes and tell me what you love about it or share with someone who might need future insights regarding freelancing. And don't forget to subscribe to stay on track with all the upcoming episodes.